This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views or opinions expressed are those of our own. We do not offer any professional or medical advice. We are the Sinful Ladies. Join Miss Sin and Lady Croft as we talk about all the sinful subjects you can think of. Welcome back, guys. Hey, everybody. Today we are going to talk about a few things, but first off, I want to welcome Lady Croft. And across the table from me, as always, is the delightful and sexy Miss Sin. Hey, hey. And together, we're the Sinful Ladies. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Yeah. Yep. Episode 31. How about that? I know. Super excited. Yep. We got some, we got some interesting... Well, an interesting topic tonight, but first off, yes, Podbash. Yes, when Pod is it? Bash. It is coming up, guys. I mean, like it is less than two months away. Yes, I mean, it's like, like six weeks now, something yeah. like that. And it is October twenty first, twenty second, twenty third. Isn't that crazy? I know. I'm like fucking super excited, but it's weird to think. I know. It's just it's coming up really, really quickly, and it's just like. Is this really happening? Yes, this is happening. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> but y'all should come out. Go to podbashevent.com. Take a look at it. Get your tickets. Come on out. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be at Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida. And it's going to be a party, y'all. Yes. For it's gonna real. Be a party. There's going to be a poker run. There's going to be all sorts of sexy games. It's sexy also, people. Yes, lots of sexy people there. Oh, my gosh. So many sexy people. It, Not only... Us, but also other sexy people as well, because mm-hmm. we fucking sexy too. Yes, but we will be out there, and it is also the Halloween um, mm-hmm. party weekend for um, Secrets. So there will be Halloween parties every night too. So come out, bring your costumes, or just come as yourself, as your sexy self. I mean, right? You know, uh, that is all the costume you need. Uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Although, don't tell Don that, because you know he's going to hear that and be like, yeah, I'm the motherfucking Don one. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is definitely him. Mm-hmm. So, um, also, if you have not found us on fullswapradio.com, you should check us out there. Mm-hmm. We're on every Thursday. And if you are looking for something else that you need, you know, you're trying to find another podcast to listen to because we know we're awesome. But sometimes if you get caught up with us and you're like, what else can I listen to until their next episode comes I out? I need more stuff. Then go to Full Swap Radio. Check out all the cool podcasts that are on there. There are a lot of different podcasts, different viewpoints, mm-hmm. um, you know, people that will, you know, talk about some of the same stuff we do, but then also some different stuff than we do. So check out everybody out it's right it's a very good group of people plus it just keeps you interest keeps you entertained while you're doing whatever you're doing exactly if you're listening to it while you're working you know to kind of get in your headspace if you know you're cleaning house and you want something to listen to while you're cleaning house while the kids are at school hey fullswapradio.com <laughs> hit us up i know there is now an app on android i know they're working on an app for yes. apple um but whenever that app comes out on apple we will be sure to get let you guys know but android users go ahead go to your google play store and download that app and listen 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 exactly so so tonight let's talk about boundaries mm-hmm <clears throat> when now are we talking about boundaries 
on kink side, swinger side, both. Yes. Okay. Because they, they do entail boundaries are there for reasons. They are there for whether it's kink or swingers or I mean, really anything it, in, in life. Generally, that's I mean, that's what a lot of things are. They go by. There's boundaries. There's rules. There's exceptions. There's um, mm-hmm. and and what you do with them, how you interact with them can lead to either exciting times, bad times. Hey, we're getting through this. But they are guidelines, rules that need to be respected. I I would, I would say. Yes. Um, To kind of go on, boundaries are a line that marks the limits of an area. That dividing line that it, it's to separate that subject, so say. Mm-hmm. So, for me, my boundary, I do no anal play with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't respect that boundary with me, then there is no with me. And, and that's just my, my limit, my hard line, my whatever. Um, so for you, do you have boundaries? Um, I do. Um, I have boundaries, um, with certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have boundaries with my mother, um, how much I'm willing to, you know, share with her, talk with her, spend time with her, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I also have boundaries with my partners, mm-hmm. um, of how much time I can give, how much time I'm mm-hmm. willing to give, uh, things like that. Now, um, there are some people that will, uh, that will say, well, this is a rule for me. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily what they mean is a rule. It's their meaning. It's a boundary right. because to me, there's a difference between boundaries and rules. Right. A boundary is something that you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. A rule is something you're setting for someone else mm-hmm. is kind of how I look at it. Or, or a rule that's been set Agree- between a- you agreed and- upon mm-hmm. between you and someone else. But right. a boundary is your personal boundary. And see, and a boundary can also go with like your emotional worth. Um, you're in, how you are entitled with your feelings. I mean, you, you, you can't, you know, you're not going to cross this line and call me these because my self-worth is more than that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and with, with that, there's also ways to, um, like draw lines for relationships mm-hmm. for, um, you know, however it is, if it's, if it's in the kink world on your, um, dynamic with that person. These are the things you will and will not do. These are things that, you know, you, you, hey, this is a hard no, this is okay, type of thing. Um, I, there are times where people have poor boundaries. Agreed. Where... Maybe if you, like me, I don't do anal, but 
Oh, you're so cute. Oh, if you just talk to me with that accent, and I'm just going to let you do with anything, and then you disregard all your boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's also giving a mixed... Mixed signal. Um, mixed message. Yeah, of who you are and what you want in in this alternate lifestyle that, you know, is not the society's way of thinking mm-hmm. and in our lifestyles we have to be completely transparent clear concise yes all those words for things to work and boundaries to be respected well and and to me there is a difference too so you know, a lot of people that will have boundaries that can, in essence, turn into rules, for example, saying, well, I'm not going to date someone who does X. Like, I, right. I won't date someone who does drugs. And, you know, then saying, okay, well, you can't do drugs while you're with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, because, again, like, it's a boundary. Your boundary is, you know, okay, well, I'm not going to do this. But then it turns into a rule because you're saying, well, my boundary is I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be with me, you can't do this. Right. So it can kind of, sometimes those can kind of cross the lines once you're in a relationship. Right. But any healthy relationship, it's about deciding whether someone's boundary is reasonable mm-hmm. for you to be in and, and also respecting the boundary and then consenting to whatever limitation that it places on you because you either consent to it or you reject it. And then you end the relationship because your boundaries don't align with their boundaries right um and also knowing that when you're setting those boundaries to think of your emotional boundaries mm-hmm. um those things mm, tasks questions whatever you know or not necessarily tasks but the fact of um intimate moments i should say mm-hmm that you don't want to be in, that you do want to be in, and to, and to know that it's okay to say no, mm-hmm. that it's okay to say yes, or that you need help, or you know, um, you know, I I need help with you, I want to be with you, I need you to be with me, but you keep trying to push this boundary, and this boundary is set there because I don't want it crossed. Mm-hmm. I need you to respect that, and then so I, I'm going to need maybe my help from my partner to kind of say, Hey, this is about to end yeah, because you aren't respecting this. Well, and, so. and that, and that's the big thing is respecting other people's boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, we do a better job of respecting people's boundaries oftentimes in the kink world. Um, mm-hmm. than we do in the swinging world. Right. Because everything with kink, it's a lot more upfront about, consent and negotiation. I mean, consent is like front and center for the kink world. Right. Um, And I feel like sometimes with swing, consent can kind of take a back, you know, can kind of go onto the back burner a little bit. Right. So when you're talking, you know, to someone on the kink side, it becomes very clear as to before you even meet them. Hi, may I shake your hand? Can I hug you? Can Mm -hmm. I, you know, do this? Okay. You know, you're already asking for consent to you know, touch that person, things like that. 
on the swing side, it can things like that can get blurred. It's very acceptable in the swing side to, you know, if you meet somebody new, hey, how's it going? You know, or someone you've known for a very long time and you're comfortable and familiar with, you know, giving them a hug, kissing them on the cheek. That's mm-hmm. that's a normal thing. You know, um, when it comes to uh, negotiation, you know, on the kink side, mm-hmm. uh, negotiating different boundaries, especially for scenes and things like that. It's, again, all of it's done up front. It's something that's expected to be, you know, talked about, mm-hmm. something that's expected to be addressed. Oftentimes, I feel like when you're about to play with somebody on the swing side, it's it also can, that negotiation consent type of. Exactly. But sometimes that can kind of almost get overlooked because. People are just like, oh, let's go play. Let's go play. Mm -hmm. Let's go play. And you don't have that discussion of, hey, what are your rules? Hey, what are you know, like what? And really, in essence, when someone asks you or at least when someone asks me, what are your rules for swinging? It's also, okay. what are the boundaries that I need to respect? Right. You know, for you. For example, one of one of my rules or my personal boundaries is I'm not going to have um, sex without a condom unless it's. Um, my husband or my boyfriend, like, right. th- that's it, you that's know? It. Mm-hmm. And if someone else is like, well, one of my rules is I don't ever use a condom. Okay. Well, so that's their personal boundary. That boundary conflicts with my personal boundary. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to happen. Right. But you have to be firm in those boundaries and be able to say, no, this is my boundary. You, right. If you end up changing your mind or changing your boundary in you know the heat of the moment most likely you're going to regret it mm-hmm. because or there's going to be some kind of consequence yes and and even still like with couples setting boundaries for for each other for example like uh not taking one for the team mm-hmm I won't do that. Mm-hmm. Don won't do that. If, if if there's not interest there, don't force me. Because then, then really, is it willing? Yeah, it's, is, it's coercion at that point. Yeah, and that's not something that's going to be fun for anybody. Mm-mm. And then the resentment can start, and then the whole swinging aspect of things is not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So sticking with the boundary, never you know, if if one of your boundaries is um, not taking one for the team then don't force that even no matter how much that person is hot how hot they are and the connection you guys have is great your spouse your partner or whatever is is the ultimate most concern you should have and if they don't aren't maybe there's a red flag and they just say I can't do this other person well if for example then that boundary you know if you're talking about boundaries then if your boundary is okay you know, I'm only going to play together with you if, you know, I feel that attraction mm-hmm. to, you know, the other person's partner. But the other couple in that, you know, your spouse or whatever is interested in, they have a boundary that they won't play separate. They mm-hmm. only play together. So then, again, those boundaries then come into conflict with one another if you're not attracted to the other partner. Right. So you have to then decide, okay... You know, these these boundaries aren't compatible. We're going to have to go ahead and say no. Right. You know, and kind of back off on this one for a bit. Like, I've discovered I kind of have a boundary that I've set myself. And um, 
I, in the swinger side of things, there is more drinking involved. If the partner I'm playing with becomes drunk or is drinking more than I like, just know my boundary is we are not having sex. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to put myself in a situation that I can be overpowered or, or whatever or or something any, to any, go wrong. Any situation that you feel that could, could potentially become unsafe or uncomfortable for you. Right. And I don't, and I don't, so to me, a drinking is if, if we're going to play, then minimal drinking is going to be the boundary for me, minimal. And just because I don't, I don't want someone who's so, who has a hard time keeping it up because they've drank too much or yeah, and they get whiskey dick. Mm-hmm. And you know, whiskey dick can go either direction. It can go mm-hmm. either limp dick or it can be all night, but then, then it becomes, are you even having that much fun? If it's, you're so drunk that you, you have that whiskey dick that's so hard that you can't even hardly focus on anything. Mm-hmm. And you can't even come yeah. because it, you're just, you know, but I mean, you know, like, um, that and some couples I know who do have like same room, same room only or separate room only. It's not getting in the heat of the moment and doing something that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. That you guys have set a boundary for and said this is how we feel and not just getting swept up in those emotions because it can happen quickly. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're making out with someone and next thing you know, you're sucking a dick and you're like, whoa. I don't know my tics on the first night. That's a boundary. That's not something we do, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's well, and you also need to discuss, especially with your partner. Um, uh, if you have a, like a long-term partner that you're swinging with, et cetera, you need to discuss um, even what I call unspoken boundaries. Okay. So what I mean by that is maybe it's not necessarily where you've said, okay, mm-hmm. I don't do anal sex. Okay, right. like for me, only two people I do anal sex with are my boyfriend and my husband. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not a boundary for me that, you know, that I've said that, okay, I'm only, I'm never going to have anal sex except for, you know, these two people. Right. But I, I can also see my husband and my partner's viewpoint if I were to go out on, you know, a date and then I end up having, you know, anal sex. I'm like, well, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. And well, I thought that was just for us. So, you know, you need to be very clear right. on even the unspoken boundaries. And right. so, which is why I, I try and um, emphasize over communication. Right. You know, even if you think, okay, I, this is silly for even bringing this up, bring it up anyway, bring it up anyway and say, Hey, what happens if, you know, like is anal sex? Okay. If, if I'm, you know, playing with this person, if, um, we go to a club and we're meeting people, you know, is oral okay? Is, you know, penetration mm-hmm. okay? Yes, with condoms, okay. Is anal okay with condoms? And even though you may think that, okay, we've already gone over our rules, we don't need to go over these again, it's good to go over them, especially before you go into a party situation mm-hmm. or a club situation where there's potential alcohol involved and there's that potential for getting caught up in the heat of the moment and then, and you know, your mind being a little altered. Exactly. Exactly. Um, for example, I won't play with anyone if they have consumed, you know, like edibles or done anything like that, except my boyfriend or my husband. Mm hmm. 
because I've been with them long enough and I know them well enough Mm -hmm. that I trust them even in an impaired state. Right. So that's not something that I would just trust anybody with. Right. So if I go to a club and I see that, okay, they're outside and, you know, they're, you know, you know, smoking up a storm and all sorts of stuff. And I can tell that it's not just cigarettes based on the cloud of stuff I'm walking through. Okay, maybe not, you know, depending on how they're acting, if they seem impaired in any way. Right. Mm, no. We might be like, okay. Well, this isn't going to happen tonight. Right. Or, again, you see someone getting drunk and they're a little, like, they kind of cross that line from just being relaxed and fun to, okay, they're almost kind of falling over. Like or they're belligerent leaning. Yeah. Or... Getting belligerent, um, getting overly handsy. Mm-hmm. That is a big um, turnoff for me. I'm the same way because you know me well enough to know that I'm not a PDA kind of person anyway. <laughs> and if you become drunk or whatever and you become too handsy, you've just turned me completely off. Because then to me, I'm like, okay, you're so drunk that you can't even realize that I'm not that person. Well, and at that point, too you're probably giving your nonverbal body language cues <laughs> to say, yes, I'm uncomfortable. And uh, if, and I'm, if, okay. <laughs> and if the person that, you know, I was potentially interested in playing with isn't picking up on those cues that I'm uncomfortable, I'm leaning away, you know, I'm like, don't touch me and kind of like trying to, you know, get you off of me. Right. Okay. If that person can't tell and isn't picking up on those, then at that point, that tells me I need to not leave with them. I need to not play with them. I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to trust myself and be okay right, with playing with them in that type of situation because I won't be able to relax right, and feel comfortable. Because you'll already be uptight. Well, it, no, I'm not going to be uptight, but I'm going to be on alert. Uh, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. More of alert, not uptight. More. There's a word yeah, I was you're, thinking. Because I'd basically be on high alert at that point yeah. because I feel like, okay, there's the potential for me to not be safe. Right. And if there's the or potential. Or at least not feel safe. Or... It, exactly. Not saying that anything would happen, but given things that have happened in my past, mm-hmm. I would probably be on high alert and be very vigilant and wouldn't let my guard down enough to, to be able to have a good time. To and orgasm. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if I, if I don't let my guard down, if I don't let my wall down to be able to relax enough to mm-hmm. enjoy myself, to have a good time, I'm not coming. Right. Like, that's just, that, that that's not how it works with me. I got to be able to feel safe and be able to be okay being vulnerable and, enough and, to orgasm with you. And if I don't feel vulnerable enough to orgasm with you, it's not happening. And like, there's, there's a thing that I always do that any partner that I've ever played with, I always tell them, I ask that you please do not share the things that I do with you with anybody else. Mm -hmm. Because I, even though I am an open book, I will tell my stories, I will have fun. I also don't want that in our community to be going, I don't, there's a, a word I can't quite I, I don't know. It's 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 a, it's a weird situation. I don't like everybody to know everything that I'm doing, mm-hmm. just because you're, you're a private person. I'm a private person, but yet here I am on a podcast telling everything. Well, 
to me, it's different being on, um, you know, a podcast doing this mm-hmm. and having everybody that you know in my circle. In and your not circle, that I'm no. hiding anything by any means. No, but you're just not going out volunteering it for everybody. Right. I'm. I'm just. But I'm also that person who, if it if there's PDA or if there's too much talk or whatever, it then people start giving me that unwanted center of attention kind of feel because then it makes me feel like I'm in a meat locker way. Mm-hmm. And that's a big turnoff for me. It's all, I'm all, it's already hard enough for me to put yourself out there. Well, no, not put myself out there. I am not a conceited person. I by far do not walk around Mm-mm. thinking, oh my God, I'm everybody's gift to this world. I oh, am no. not that person at Mm-mm. all. I know that when I dress up, I and I, I have confidence when I walk. I have, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in my own skin. And, and you know you look good when you go out. Because I try to look mm-hmm. good because I want Dawn to be like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm know? going home with her tonight. Yeah. And, and so I do it because I like his response. Mm-hmm. That also you're, you're dressing up for the people's whose attention you want. You don't necessarily want everyone else's attention. And so for me, it but it welcomes everybody's attention because of that. And I and mm-hmm. I don't say everybody, but it you, it can. You know that when you dress up that way, you will get more attention than just Dawn's attention. Yes, and I am not a center of attention kind of person. No, I am not the one that you're going to see it, in it the middle kind of. of the party making the scene for everybody type of thing. But so to me, everybody knowing all my business, then they start talking and then they start asking. And then, well, and then, then, then gets, you can become the center of attention then at that right. point. And then it also gets around to those people who that I'm not interested in. And then they become diligent about, okay, are we going to play now? Can we play now? I want to play. I want to play with you. And, then I have to be the bad guy and be like, hey, first off, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Quit doing this. And now you're making me become a bitch or appear to be a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that. I yeah. want to be the nice person. But I also don't want all the uninvited attention. Yes, I want you to come up and talk to me. And I want, you know, maybe some casual flirting, but not so belligerent you know where it's constant like i explained that i have a a a person that came up to me one time and said oh my god you're so beautiful in five seconds i just can't get over looking at you you're so beautiful oh my you just you're just so sexy in that outfit oh my your tattoos are so and then i'm like okay you're making this awkward for me because okay once I'm saying thank you, twice I'm giggling, okay, thanks. And then it's like, okay, you just made it weird. Well, yeah, because it's, it's the excessiveness of uh-huh. it. And so to me, that's, it's a, a nonverbal boundary for me almost. It becomes too much. And so with that, it's like um, the more I have people know, mm-hmm. the more I feel like I am on display. Yes. If that makes sense. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to, because, you know, I can tell Don anything and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have to. Well, because he trusts me and because I don't have anything to hide. But 
it's, you know, every time you move that, the dog will come right back to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it keeps, it keeps I know. coming right back to you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The puppy's really, really wanting to play tonight. And I'm just like, no, go away. Go, go away. But, but yeah, every time you throw it away, he's like, oh, she wants to play. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll just hold him with my foot. Hold him away. <laughs> Sorry, well, guys. <laughs> well, so kind of it, similar to that. For example, on Fet Life, my profile on Fet, I don't show my face very often mm-hmm. on my own profile. Um, I will on my just friends pictures, but I only add people who I actually know in real life. I'm not going to add just everybody mm-hmm. in creation um, because for me, that's a boundary for me. Now, does my boyfriend put pictures of my face on stuff? Yes, he has. I don't, I don't mind. That's totally fine. But am I going to put pictures of myself out there all the time, you know, to get, you know, umpteen bajillion guys looking at me and commenting and, oh, God, you're so sexy. You're so-. No, I'm not going to do that. I, that that's, that's too much attention for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want a little bit of attention, but I want it from my people. I don't want it from, you right. know, all these randos. Right. Um, I also am very careful. And I do have some face pics out there. But usually they are um, about like me in a scene, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and to me, that's a little bit different right. than just posting like a selfie of myself right. like on a night out. Um, because to me, that's okay. I'm in the middle of a scene. This was, you know, the amazing scene and I'm sharing it with everybody. Right. But... That that kind of is my own, you know, personal boundary with that. And I'm not knocking anybody else who, you know, wants to post, you know, selfies galore out there. That's perfectly fine. Right. But that's just not me. That That's not what makes me comfortable. Right. Because I also, I don't like when other people will comment on things and, you know, use honorifics and tell me good girl mm-hmm. and things like that. Right. Um, that's happened on TikTok before where, um, you know, somebody, you know, called me like good kitten and something like that. Like I was theirs and I got really upset about it. And I had my boyfriend go and, you know, reply and be like, uh, no, she's not yours. That's not OK. Don't do that. Right. Because I like it made me uncomfortable. But I also... When I get uncomfortable with things, sometimes I don't feel like I can address them. Right. Um, and I'm trying to be better about that. Because it feels like you they've crossed a boundary and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. this. Well, and sometimes you can cross a boundary and not realize you've crossed a boundary. Mm-hmm. And when someone tells you that you've crossed a boundary, your response should not be, you know, well, you just it was just a compliment. You should just take the compliment. No, you say, I'm sorry, I didn't know there was, that was a boundary. I'm, you know, I'm really sorry. And mm-hmm. going from there. Now, I will also but, say. But then again, sometimes those compliments are. Like backhanded compliments. Backhanded sometimes. compliments or either derogatory compliments. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's not a kind of compliment that I'm okay with. Yeah. And it's just. Like, it's oh, just, you look, you look like a filthy little slut. I'm sorry, what? Um, don't, <laughs> no. Don't, don't belittle me. Don't degrade me. Yeah, I didn't like, ask for that. Like, uh-uh. But at the same time, then there's people who, out there who expect me to be just like Dawn mm-hmm. and do the things that Dawn does and say the things that Dawn does and act the way he does on social media. And that's not me. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not. You hardly ever use social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every and, once in a while, I will. Yeah, and you know, just FYI for most of you that interact with our social media, it's usually me, Lady Croft, that's on the other end. Yes, you know, uh, there will be times where Sin is the one that's on the other end, but mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's going to be Lady Croft. Yes, and and just as it is with Kinky Fair of Mine, it's Don. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do go out there some, but I can walk into a room of sixty people. And I may have slept with 45 of them, mm-hmm. but you're not going to know it. Mm-mm. There may be a few that know this person, this person, because maybe they are good friends. And it just happened to be that it's known. But nine times out of ten, you won't know who I've slept with and who I haven't. Mm-hmm. Because it's not anybody else's concern. No, it's nobody else's business except This is yours. also a boundary to me that the more people know about that, the more likely drama could be caused. Mm-hmm. And I am not a drama kind of person. And if you're going to get in my life and become drama, I'm going to cut that. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. I'm, I am 28-ish years old. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that, guys. But um, <laughs> I, I don't want the drama. Mm-mm. And if I've slept with this person 12 times and this person 42 times, I don't need this person over here 12 going, but... Well, what I'm about just, me? Yeah. I'm better than that person. Or whatever the case may be. It, it's really nobody else's concern. Mm-hmm. It, and, and that's really what it is, is respect my boundary of me saying it's nobody else's concern. It's not that I'm hiding you or that I'm not proud or anything like that, but it's me saying it's nobody else's concern. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if 9,000 of the people know or not know or that I'm excited about it or not because those people around me are going to know. Mm-hmm. My my bestie knows who I'm sleeping with and who I'm not and if I'm going to sleep with someone else or not. But she's not going to tell everybody because it's nobody else's concern. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her, not everybody. Well, for example, when Gabe and I were having you know some marital issues, my family members got really upset because I wasn't telling them why mm-hmm. why we were going through stuff. I just said we're you know going through a tough time, and you know we're going to do a separation for a little bit. And they got really upset because they're like, "Well, my sister even told me I can't support you unless you tell me why." And I said, right. "Well, then I guess you don't support me then, because it's none of your business. You're not right. in my relationship. My the only people who need to know." about the details of my relationship are me and the person I'm in the relationship with anyone else. If I want to share that, then you're privileged to know that information, but I'm not going to go around blasting my information around to everybody else. Right. Also, if I have a conflict with someone and something has happened and I feel uncomfortable with someone, I will address it directly with that person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go around to other people and say, hey, um, well, this happened with this person and I'm just I'm, I'm feeling really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and I just I don't like this. I, that, that's not me. Right. I'm, I'm going to address it directly. And if I don't feel like I can address it directly with that person, I will talk to someone that they're close to. I will talk to a leader in the community, right? whether it's on the swing side and or the kink side or, or Gabe or my boyfriend or you, you know, like I, I will take it to someone that I feel like, okay, I, I, you know, I can trust you. I can rely on you. You know, you're going to be able to help me kind of navigate through this because I need to address this, but I'm not quite sure how. 
I right. don't want to do it maybe directly because of reasons or something, but addressing it and not, you know, talking about it and spreading drama and creating drama. Right. right. Because of things. And and th- and that, that kind of goes to the bound, those just personal boundaries of mm-hmm. respecting others and, and their couples and their wishes and... I know we all tend to to want to talk and be like, oh, my God, I had the best experience. And that's great that you've had the best experience, but you don't necessarily have to use whom it was with. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I was with this one girl. Man, she can ride me like none other. She was wet and all this. You know, and that's great. They don't know, need to know names. Well, it's... it's no, and because part of it is, okay, like, are you really bragging, you know, that, that oh, you know, you, you have this great sex? Like, to me, it's, okay, why are you bragging to me? Right. Why, why why do you want me to know? Right. Are are you telling me because you want me to be jealous, envious of the sex that you had with this person? Are you wanting to tell me because, you know, you want me to w- go fuck that person. Like, what? What? Why are you telling me this? Right. Because then it also just gives more inform- more information about somebody or people or couples to to spread rumors or even if it's truths, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be about those people, which doesn't need to be really said. It doesn't need to be announced. It doesn't need any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's merely one of those things where um, it, 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 it's personal boundaries. Well, and if someone has pushed your personal boundary, okay? For example, um, I had an incident where um, a gentleman that I'm, um, I know of in the community um, came up to me and kissed me mm-hmm. and that was crossing a boundary because I don't know him that way. Um, I've had a couple instances with him before where I've had to tell him, no, this is not appropriate. I don't like what you're doing, you know, but you know, when he came up and did that, I pushed him away and I said, uh, uh-uh, no, you know, that's not okay. And he was, Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. You know, it was one of those moments where, okay, I let him know, hey, you crossed my boundary. Mm-hmm. So, again, trying to address it with that person right then is going to be the best option that you have when someone crosses a boundary. If a boundary is crossed and you feel that you can't address it with that person right then, talking to someone, you know, that's in charge of the event or someone that you trust that's in a position of authority, you know, or, you know, like a leader in the community or something along those lines and having them help you address it is the next best thing Mm -hmm. again and tell them soon. Okay. So that way it can get addressed quickly and in a timely manner. Just like when you go to parties or events, if, if boundaries are crossed and you need to tell them right away yes, because so they can stop that behavior. Exactly. Because anyone who's hosting a party or who is, you know, running an event, whether it be a swinging event or a kink event is going to want to keep everybody safe. And if there's someone that's crossing boundaries, they need to know so they can address it right then and say, Hey, you know, you're, you've done this, you're making some people, you know, you, you know, uncomfortable, you know, or you've crossed a couple boundaries and whether it was intentional or not, if it mm-hmm. was, you know, unintentional, okay, they know better. They can, you know, now they know not to do that again, that kind of a thing. Right. Now, I will say also that, you know, there are a few people that will cross communities, 
And what I mean by that is you'll, um, you know, see us in the swinging community and then also the kink community and then Mm -hmm. the poly community and things like that. And there are different boundaries for each event. Okay. So So, so before you go further, so mm -hmm. that is one thing. Like, for example, just kind of a real quick thing. Mm -hmm. Kink side, there's a lot of consent that goes on before play. Exactly. Swing side, not so much. Swing side, nothing different from someone to walk up and smack an ass or reach mm-hmm. over and kiss you. That is not me. Mm-hmm. I, I've never been just walk up and smack my ass. First of all, that's just not me. Don't smack my ass. Mm-hmm. Or at least if I don't know you. Yes. If, if we've had relations before or I know you well enough to know that, okay, you're not going to do it too hard for one, two... I know you well enough to know that if I look at you, okay, not tonight, you're going to be like, oh, babe, are you okay? Something going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'll know that res- off. A respect there. There's respect on that. Too many times do we not know where lines should be and shouldn't be crossed. Is it okay for me to grab this person's ass? Just for like the, fir- the example, the first time we were really kind of in the lifestyle and I had a gentleman ask me, can I grab your ass? I remember the story. Yep. And I don't know if I've told it on here or not. I don't know if you have or not. But he, I said, yeah, you can. Because he asked. I'm like, hey, that's great. Yeah, you can grab my ass. I assumed, wrong on my end, because mm-hmm. I was naive and didn't know better, that when grabbing my ass meant, okay, yeah, we're standing in the parking lot. You're just going to grab my ass. I did not realize he meant, oh, he's going to stick his hands down my pants and so far down my pants that he was on the front side of me. Yep, coming up and around. I, yep. Um, that is not my ass. And so when then he pulled his hand out later and I get in the car, I look at him. I said, I don't know what ass grabbing means to you, but this just happened. I remember Don was like, uh, what? Nope. Yeah. He's like, no, that's not a thing. I was like, okay. Cause I, I was like, I was just so much in shock that I, I didn't even know how to stop it at that point. But I, and plus we were first in and you know, we didn't know any difference really. You know, I mean, I should have known better to know this is not my ass. And I think matter of fact, I kind of, kind of pulled away a little bit, turned like, oh, that's not my ass. But I was, that was, a, that was crossing a boundary. Mm-hmm. You asked to grab an ass, not can I go down your pants and fill up your ass and... Well, I I had that same scenario that happened with the guy that ended up kissing me, Um, but it was months prior. We were at a bar and he said hello by walking up behind me and sliding his ass down my pants and grabbing my ass without even that, like before he even said hello, but he did that and then pulled me around to pull me into a hug. And it freaked me out because I was, one, not expecting anyone to grab my ass even outside my pants. Right. Let alone go down into my pants, grab my ass, and then pull me away from the conversation that I was having and pull me into a hug. So at the time, I didn't tell him, you know, hey, stop, because I was still working on my confidence and, you know, enforcing my boundaries and things like that. Uh, But I did end up sending him a message after the fact saying hey 
you know, this happened. This made me kind of uncomfortable. Can you please not do this? And I got mm-hmm. profuse apologies from him and his wife. However, again, this was the same guy that ended up kissing me. So there are some people who are repeat boundary violators and you right. need to be aware of those. Um, you also need to pay attention to, do you think this person is violating my boundary intentionally or mm-hmm. on accident? Right. And if you think the person's violating your boundary intentionally, stop immediately whatever it is you're doing. As soon as you get to a safe place, go talk to somebody immediately. Let's just like with the whole, can I grab your ass? Okay, you said grab my ass, not... Can I go down and around and... Yeah, and even still, okay, do you you mind if I stick my hand down your pants to grab your ass? Mm -hmm. I want to feel your teeth. Oh, then that would give me the chance to go, um... Sure. It gives you the choice then at that point yes. to be able to say yes or no. Because to me, I'm he... like, just grab my ass. And we're standing in a parking lot to go, mm, I don't think I really want your hand down my ass right now, down my pants. So, no. But mindfully that, but then to keep going so far that you go up and around? Mm-hmm. No. Well, and it, this this is what I call a case of, like, you give an inch and they take a mile. Yes. And that's that's the one thing that... I struggle hard with in the lifestyle is is giving an inch and then kind of on that having expectations of a mile of of 20 miles <laughs> so to say I I don't I don't like that because to me if 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 you become needy and demanding on all of that then you've just turned me off and more likely I'm probably done because then if it's if it's well and the big not thing that fun, I The big thing that I feel like swingers as a whole could really, you know, take and, you know, have as a valuable resource. Not necessarily knocking on swingers. No. But there's a difference between the BDSM and the swinger side is the consent is a huge, huge deal. And I think that that's something that the swingers could utilize. Yes. And it would make, you know, the community a lot more transparent, a lot safer for everybody. It would feel safer on so many levels for um you know people that were wanting to participate in the community because you know if you have those those kinds of conversations up front and it's expected across the board that you're going to have those kinds of conversations up front then it's very easy to you know state your boundaries and then enforce those boundaries and hold those boundaries you know against people that would you know you know, take a mile because consent is only consent for that moment, that action, that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that every time like Lady Croft, if you walk up and kiss me Mm -hmm. and I was okay with at that moment, that doesn't mean every time I'm going to want you to do that. Exactly. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. My, my (sighs) girlfriend gets kind of frustrated with me because I will ask her a lot of times when we're being intimate, she's like, well, I just gave you consent for the whole night. And I'm like, Nope. (laughs) Like you're so pretty, but no, that's not how it works for me. Like, cause I want to make sure like if you're not being, you know, like very verbal and vocal with Mm -hmm. me about, Oh yes, I love this or, you know, something like that. I'll be like, Hey, are you okay with this? Does this feel good? You know, I want to check in with you to Mm -hmm. make sure because that's important for me. And there's a difference between checking in versus, you know, like, are you still doing okay? Are, well, are you enjoying yourself? Versus, you know, like, always hey. asking. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I was to say to you, you know what, 
I am open to you tonight to do whatever. You have free reign type of thing. Her eyeballs just got <laughs> Y'all, can, can, I, can I just say that there would be um, hell to pay from a lot of people if <laughs> I got first dibs on, on Miss Sin for a night. Because there is, I think, like a list of people. I think your wifey being number one. <laughs> Like, that would be like, wait a minute. <laughs> but, but it's one of those things, you mm-hmm. know. Just like my wifey, to me, she has pretty much the unwritten rule that she can grab my boobs anytime she wants. Mm-hmm. Does she always know? Sometimes she'll look at me, when I'm going to grab your boob. <laughs> but because she knows that that's not who I am and she respects mm-hmm. those boundaries. Well, and, but, and by saying that, she's also giving you the opportunity to say, mm, not tonight. tonight. Right. You know, she's also giving you still that opportunity by letting you know what her intent is. And I'm going to do this. If she's read my, my vibe towards somebody else, she knows me well enough to go, Kate, can I grab you? Yes, you may, you know. But, I, but like if I was to say that, and I would say it to you that one night, yes, you can do whatever this one night. I'm giving you, and that means, okay, but to check in on me, you know, be like, okay, are we still doing good? Yep. Okay. But that doesn't mean you have to go, okay, can I do this now? Can I do this now? Can I mm-hmm. do this now? I'm giving you that whole thing, but it's, but you checking in to make sure that, okay, I don't want to cross boundaries. Well, are you and, still good? And I'm, is the consent still there? Because yes. to me, that's what checking in is. Yes. It's checking in to see, okay, is the consent still active? The consent is still, the, excuse me, the consent is still there mm-hmm. because you can revoke consent at, at any, any time, point, mm-hmm. at any point in time. And don't let anybody say, well, you promised me sex or you, you know, we started to have sex and now you're backing out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's not okay. Like, yes, it is. It is okay. If you're in the middle of sex and you want to stop, it is hundred percent okay. okay to say, nope, we need to stop. I'm done. Right. And, you know, and I have some friends that, you know, we've played before and, We've all gone out and the thought process was to have sex at the end of the night after we've gone out to dinner and to the bar and whatever. But by the end of the night, something has changed. You know mm-hmm. what? I think we're just going to have to pass and dine. Okay, cool. No big deal. Nobody, we might be a little bummed, but like, oh man, I was really looking forward to that. But are we hurt, mad, upset? No. None of that. Yeah. Because... I can completely respect if someone's sick because if you know if you know what maybe you had a hard week and you were trying to get out of that hard week and it just isn't happening and you know that okay my little guy here's not gonna be all that ex, you know a, a standing mm-hmm. proper soldier type thing and it's not gonna happen no, he's he not standing at attention right, right now he's like I'm tired he's, I need to go bed he's he's you know off duty right now he, he mm-hmm. don't want to you know so. It, it's one of those things where you have to respect those boundaries of they have that right to back out. They mm-hmm. have that right to say no. If you start and maybe the connection, maybe the other person seems preoccupied with something else or, you know, whatever the case may be, you have that option to back out. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are there for a reason. Boundaries are, are to be respected at all times. The more times you Respect a boundary, the more respect you're going to get. Yes. And if you're unsure what a boundary is, ask. Right. Every, every time, just ask. There's no harm right. in asking, hey, what are your boundaries? What are wh- what are you okay with? What are you not okay with? Right. There's also, you know, a big difference, too, in... Um, so, for some people, they will say, well, um, I'm not going to come to this event because this person's there. 
okay, that's fine. That that's your boundary. That's your choice. That that, that that's your boundary. However, don't expect the person who's running the event to uninvite somebody mm-hmm. just because I don't want to be around this person. If you don't oh. want to be there, don't be there. Well, it, again, it's it's one of those, especially if it's being held at a public place, like it, it's a public venue, you know. They could be there whether we invited them or not. Exactly. Um, you know, because I've seen this happen at meet and greets before mm-hmm. where, you know, things happen, people have broken up and, you know, stuff happens. And it's one of those, you know, it's you can't expect the people that are throwing the event to pick sides. Right. Because if you expect that, what's going to end up happening is you're creating drama you're creating division. Mm-hmm. And when you're creating division in this community, it will inevitably create drama. And it'll bite you in the ass at some point. Exactly. And and it is one of those things where in, in, in the BDSM side of things, there is more consent that goes into every kind of dynamic, every kind of play, every kind of scene. And, and it's typically, or should be typically, um, talked about consented upon discussed everything first so those boundaries are set so there is no crossing of lines and they are always checking in with each other they're always reevaluating. they're always doing those things which is something that we need to make sure that we're always doing in the first place um Mm -hmm. there's a guy that i have um, partnered up with before and he knows he can kiss me at any time when he flirts he knows that i am not a huge flirter um in public or via text i am definitely the dude in the relationship (laughs) (laughs) i I just want you all to think about this for a second okay so sin saying she's the dude in the relationship so if you're thinking that would make don the girl in the relationship you'd be right you would be right he's kind of a teenage girl when it comes to texting he i mean but you know what though it's okay though it works for him it works for him because typically the girls that he's with enjoy that Mm-hmm. And that's perfect, but I am definitely one of those girls that you will you, you if you don't want to text, don't worry, I'm not offended. I'm not a person that's going to demand your attention twenty four seven. I mean, there's a couple that when we were hooking up, it would be like, "Oh, how you doing this week? I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. Oh, I'm good. How are you? You got any plans tomorrow? Nope. All right, let's go." And that I mean, it would be as simple as that. But then we would go out, and it would be a complete on date. You know, we'd go to dinner and whatever and there'd be no big deal and I don't have to have that that's not who I am I try if they need more but I'm but they also it doesn't re- come naturally to you though it it, it because it's not something that you do all the time right and Lady Croft do <laughs> I text you 24 7 no no <laughs> no sometimes I, I try to make sure I hear from you once a day mm-hmm. I try to reach out but not always does it happen and so Lady Croft is very patient with me. Uh, so sometimes I, I'm I'm bad at that too. I mean, honestly, the people that I talk with the most are my partners. And so this is really funny. Gabe and I hardly ever text. Mm-hmm. Like hardly ever. Like if I go down to like OKC, mm-hmm. I might text him in the morning. I might text him at night. And like that's like I don't hear from him at all during the day. Yeah. Like I may check in and be like, hey, how are you doing? How are now, the like kids doing? Now like when you went with me and Don mm-hmm. to Oklahoma, there was times that you talked to him more, but that was because there was things going on with your kids. Mm-hmm. Different story. But that's the other thing is just never expect that you're the person, the couple that you may be with, that just because one is more outgoing than the other, that doesn't mean that that's how they all are going to be. 
don't expect what Don does for me to do. Don't expect Gabe to do what Lady Croft does. Mm -hmm. Or It's one of those, try not to have any set expectations when mm -hmm. you're going into talking with someone or having a play partner, etc. And then if someone gives you a boundary and says, hey, every night from 6.30 to 7.30, I'm not going to text because I'm doing bedtime with my kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. Respect that boundary. Okay. Right. Don't text them and then expect and then get upset because they're not texting you back mm -hmm. right away. You know, when, when someone expresses a boundary and says, Hey, th this is how this is. You have to respect it or you have to say, okay, well this boundary doesn't align with my boundaries. I'm going to just go ahead and, and cut out. Right. You know, you have to decide what is important. Is this boundary you know, do, is this boundary so important to me that like we have to be on the same level with this or can I compromise mm -hmm. and respect the boundary or do I need to go ahead and, you know, just cut my losses and go. Right. I mean, you are the one that has to decide. How is, how, how is this affecting my boundary? It, exactly. Does this boundary match your own? Right. And honestly, that's really what, you know, kind of comes, down, comes to. down to is. And, and that's really what consent is, mm -hmm. is respecting each other's boundaries. If you really want to break it down. It, it's Ultimately, it goes back to the word respect. Mm -hmm. I have respect for this person to, to abide by their boundaries. Or, you know, this is what consent she's given me. Let's go with that. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of what we all we really wanted to hit on tonight is, you know, be respectful of those that you're with. Um, to to be kind, so to say. Mm -hmm. Be kind, be respectful. Uh -huh. You know, if someone does cross your boundaries, address it right then. Right. Address it right then. Address it. And they with... can't fix it if you don't address it. Exactly. You know, don't don't bring it up, you know, months later. You know, like I've, I've heard Don say before, you know, if there's a consent issue at, you know, a BDSM event or whatever, he wants to know right then. Right. Because he can't, address it you know months later right it, it doesn't it doesn't do him any good to hear about it six months after the fact right i mean it, it to me it kind of would still but at the same well, point <laughs> uh, yeah it, it's less effective right. to address it months after the fact versus right. okay hey this happened even if you don't want to address it like right then yeah that night is a is a good time to right. say something the Definitely. very next day good time to say something right you know the sooner the better it, it is is definitely especially if it is something that's completely um aggressively gone wrong uh, definitely yes. so yes. but with you know with that guys i really just want you to just be aware of your own personal boundaries set them stay stay strong strong to them true to them and you know and you know and you know be you yeah be be the best you that you can be mm -hmm. and if you need I wanted to follow up with that an old yeah. commercial mm -hmm. date myself in the uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you know just go go into things and if you're having trouble um uh keeping your boundaries firm ask for help from yes. friends you know to help enforce your boundaries right okay definitely but just be respectful yes so with that guys stay sinful <laughs>